What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. What's good? Hey ladies and gents, this is your girl Brianna Javon with What's Good Podcast Season 3. And thank you all so much for tuning into another episode. Um, as you guys know, I do not have interviews. Instead, I have genuine conversations. So let's to it. Today, we have the champagne with us today. I'm so excited to have you. How are you? I'm so good. Um, kind of sweaty. Just got done running up the stairs after some kids and stuff. Um, but I'm good. It's a time of transition. I got, I'm in the middle of a launch. So I'm really excited um, about what's to come and I'm excited to be here it's been like a long time coming girl I know that's why I was like let me go ahead and reach out to Champagne and see if she goes on this podcast <laughs> all right so as y'all know we always start off with icebreakers so your icebreaker is what is a big dream for you okay a big dream for me is to have a second home in Malibu I love 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 California I was born in Holland I can't speak today. Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, so I'm like, uh, I'm like a West Coast girl. And I don't know, I just love LA. And more specifically, I love Malibu. I always go on this one hiking trail when I go up there. And so I don't know, I just I really have this really big dream of having my main home here in Dallas, and then having like a vacation home in Malibu. So that's a big dream of mine uh and i'm i'm excited for it to materialize already because it's been rough okay, okay. <laughs> i could use a vacation home <laughs> right <laughs> now because the resort the resorts are like um we're not letting y'all americans in <laughs> the girl is tired of mexico i'm about a mexican right now i've been to mexico so many times like i can't do it anymore yeah. You need another scenery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel that. I didn't, what's so crazy? I did not know that you were born in Honolulu. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've been skipping all over the place. I'm a military brat. So I've definitely experienced a lot of culture, a, a lot of different people. And it's definitely helped me out with entrepreneurship um, and just dealing with people in general, just because it's like not everybody's the same, but when you travel a lot, you kind of meet different versions of the same people. <laughs> a lot. I bet that's fun though, just learning different cultures. And yeah. Know people, you know, we so used to our people, right? So just to meet yeah. other people, learn different cultures, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Hey. All right, so y'all, we're going to go ahead and get into our genuine conversation. I, for some reason, I've been starting off this season with who is the guest. So who is Champagne? I am probably most known for what's in the background right here is Bull Babes Co. I'm the founder and CEO of Bull Babes Co. We are a collaborative platform that helps millennial women start and stay in business. In addition to the work that I do with Bull Babes Co., I am a psychological marketeer. I am a master's candidate um, at Texas Women's University um, for psychological sciences. And um, I am obsessed with market research. I'm obsessed with human behavior and psychology in general and how it kind of dictates how we think, how we move, our um, economic status, just pretty much every aspect of life mm -hmm. and um outside of my career endeavors i am an avid traveler and foodie like so obsessed with food it's crazy <laughs> like yes <laughs> you're the type of person that goes for um what is it called where it's like not cooked it's um Ew. raw <laughs> yeah it's raw but it's oh, like, that okay stuff? Yes. Ooh, like, I hate that. that gross. Like people have <laughs> weed and they're like, oh, you could just, you know, put it no. in there. Like I'll, I can pick out my food and I can eat it. Are you that type of person? 
No, I'm more like of the farm to table girl. Like I literally like to know the name of the animal I'm eating, like shaking hands with like my butcher kind of chick. Um, probably because my undergrad degree is in kinesiology. So I did a ton of uh, nutrition research and understanding how food's made, where it comes from. And like food is very political, especially in this country. And like, if we're talking about black people, um, you know, we kind of pride ourselves on uh, making lemonade out of lemons or whatever, so to speak, when it comes to our food. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's not always the healthiest for us. And that's why we deal with a lot of comorbidities and things like that. So um, really, when you kind of get a really foundational understanding of food mm-hmm. and how it is so politicized and how um you know, it's kept from some people and like some food is um, like behind like this gate uh, keeping thing. It's, it's really weird, um, but it totally goes to our caste system. Yeah. I never knew that, but that goes back to you, you know, wanting to learn more about what's going on in our society. That sounds like a classism type of thing too. Like, you know, classism. Yeah, it's classist and racist at the same damn time. And what one thing about psychology is, is like, mm-hmm. it's, it's always impressing upon intersectionality. So mm-hmm. like, I, I kind of like hate when people try to make things seem one dimensional, because mm-hmm. it's totally not like that, right? Yeah. I'm like, even I know we're about to get into dating. And <laughs> I'm going to say something that a lot of people may not be really down for. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm going to explain myself and say something <laughs> private for like a really, really long time. But it's something that I've really thought through and like my psychology education and training has totally helped me realize like why I feel the way that I do. But mm-hmm. going back to the food and like how it's like so socialized and things like that. Um, if you even think about things like restaurants with reservations, <laughs> like Ooh, that is such a, that, that is such a, huh? It gets that deep? Yes, it gets that deep. It's like really, it's really complicated and it's totally one of those things where like, um, for example, um, food deserts, I know that that's kind of like a relatively new term in the media, mm-hmm. but it's been a thing since the beginning of time and like, how um, certain restaurants or grocery stores, um, things like that, they won't um, set up shop in black neighborhoods, um, brown neighborhoods, things like that, or they'll give the worst of their food to those chains, things like that. Like, yeah, it's very, very real. And it's not some like conspiracy theory shit that people are like making up. It's real. It's like, you really do need to understand where your food comes from, the people that are making your food and how they feel, like literally like how they, like what they identify with and stuff like that. Because usually what I find is is that like when you like shop small, smaller, like farmer's market where you can just like shake the person's hand, there's more accountability there as opposed Uh to like buying from these really large, corporations and things like that like that's just mass produced food and there's no accountability there and like you know if there is it's like via class action lawsuit <laughs> like what in the end that you're gonna get $15 from that oh yes they I've been getting a lot of emails about that too oh this happened with this company uh we just mm-hmm. gonna send you $12 I'm like $12 <laughs> yeah. it's like a you know millions but then they have to give back two millions so yeah yeah, you don't get a dollar. That's it. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's where my food obsession comes from. So yeah, I'm very obsessed with food. And it's funny, I kind of drive my boyfriend crazy in that like, if my food isn't good, then like it kind of ruins my day. Like I'm not even going to front. Like if I have one bad meal, like mm-hmm. as I plan my meals so meticulously, like mm-hmm. I get pissed. Like it's sad. It's something I really have to. Is he the same? No, no. He has like he has like, he has like really like no palate. Like he'll eat anything, and it it frustrates the shit out of me. I'm like I'm gonna punch you, bro. 
don't play with me. You know how I feel about my food. <laughs> so does he cook? You cook? Who does the cooking? We do. We both cook, right? Okay. Um, but because we're both professionals, we're both entrepreneurs. Ah. Um, and we both kind of have like a similar working style and we both travel a lot for our work. Mm. Um, we mostly order out like DoorDash, Uber Eats, like we got that on Lock Lock. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, lock. Order, girl, like you don't understand. <laughs> I may I not mean... be a chef, but I can make sure you got your condiments, right? <laughs> <laughs> So now I'm really curious, because with DoorDash and Uber and those different places, yeah. you only have, like, a few restaurants to choose from. Mm -hmm. So how do you, because I feel like it's kind of limited in a sense, right? Kind of, if you don't know the owners of the restaurants. <laughs> but we, <laughs> we do, and, like, when when COVID wasn't happening, we we – it's funny, we kind of call ourselves Oak Cliff Famous in that, like in Bishop Arts. We have this, this set of restaurants. We know the owners will like go in and we have like our favorite waiters and stuff like that. And like we shake hands with the chefs. We know where they source their food, all of that stuff, you know? And a lot of them, they live in the same neighborhood as we do too. So like, it's just, it's, cool and um yeah it can be limiting but mm -hmm. it, it's again one of those things where you know if you do your research and stuff yeah. like that and it's it's not that limiting um but in COVID-19 I definitely found myself more frustrated with the lack of options I can see that because yeah. you're we're so used to just okay I know these people they got good food boom yeah I know where yeah. I'm gonna go today, but with yeah. COVID, that's why I was like, okay, that's kind of limited for DoorDash, but y'all are making it. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't missing meals. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this is like, <laughs> I feel like such an asshole talking about this. Like, oh my gosh, like I have to, <laughs> I have such limited options on my delivery and like people ah! are literally starving, bro. <laughs> like sometimes I feel like such you know, if you're not suffering during this time mm -hmm. where a lot of people are, you can kind of get like thriver's guilt. Like, mm -hmm. and I totally have thriving guilt right now. And that mm -hmm. I'm not doing bad. In fact, like I have a nine to five job and I've like am on track for a promotion. Like my business, like I'm getting clarity in it and like, I'm getting more traction and stuff like that. And um, my relationship is good. I'm getting more clarity on that. And I'm like, but everybody's like doing so bad. <laughs> like I feel yeah. terrible, but sometimes, but I don't know, man. It's like, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't thriving when everybody else was. So I guess if this is my moment, I'll take it, Jesus. Hello. If that door open, you better walk through it. And I'm, no, I'm a step, okay? okay? In the name of honey, I'm a... I love it, Shepay. So, okay. I think this is a great transition to talk about bold babes. Okay. Because I love your personality. You bring your, yourself like 100%. You're bold with it. And I watch how you present and then I watch how some people present and they're just so, I need to get it together. I need to make sure this is perfect. And you like, yo, this is what's up. Okay. What's happening is some bull manure. <laughs> what y'all doing ain't right. This is how we going to get to where we need to be. And I'm like, I like that because you give us you. You don't give us, I need to be somebody else because this is who my crowd is. It's like, no. <laughs> what's up <laughs> and we're gonna have yeah. a good time and we're gonna educate each other and that's how we're gonna do this exactly uh, i want to know the vision behind bold babes in the name because you do give me boldness <laughs> okay so when i started bold babes like that babe thing was huge on social media and like business owner even if you don't necessarily i always a mark this is just a marketing tip right Mm -hmm. always have your business be like a really catchy or trendy name. Mm -hmm. um, there should be an aspect of it that you really identify with, but there should be an aspect that's like very on trend or 
like it has a uh, mnemonic device or something where people can really remember it. And I knew that everyone was like on the babe wagon. So I knew babe was going to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, but the bold came from me just kind of reviewing all of the work that I had done as a coach up until that point. And I had worked with students and young adults kind of in that transition time as they're approaching graduation or um, two to three years out where they're kind of like really struggling and like, what the F am I going to do? Um, because I don't want to work in this degree field, mm -hmm. which is very typical. Right. So my right. approach is just about, <laughs> right? My approach is just about being bold and exploring um, your passions, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so I was like, okay, bold, babe. And I looked up the domain and that was taken. <laughs> so I was like, but is this just about me? No. So I looked bold, babes, mm -hmm. and that was available. And I was like, okay, so it was in that that I was like, okay, this has to be not champagne's club this has to be something where other women are allowed to see themselves because yeah. not to like slam dunk on anybody else in like sorry girlies but like hit dogs will holler so i've seen this before mm -hmm. where coaches will literally like set up women's empowerment groups just to like be like a downline for their coaching Mm. And I knew that I was stepping into an industry just like that, but I had to develop and build trust with these women and let them know that this isn't champagne's club. You won't just be seeing me all over the marketing. I, it's not just something where I'm trying to build a cult following right. because more than anything, especially because I started my business, like, like not my, this business specifically, but I became an entrepreneur three months after my best friend died. I want bold babes to be something where when I die, it's still going on. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And if I, if that meant that I wasn't going to be the front line person, if that meant that like nobody even knew that I started it, I was totally cool with it too. You know, it was just something where I just really, really felt like God was calling me to cultivate this um, vision um, to bring this culture and to really create a safe environment for women that I wish that I had as not only an entrepreneur, but as just a woman, because we as women, we can say a lot about how we empower each other, but like, I'm telling you, man, there's so much, there's so much like, shit like just I I can't it's green I can't even say anything other than like green it's jealousy it's envy it's darkness yeah. it's it's so much like of that energy that's being brought to the table with this whole women's empowerment thing that I knew that I really had to make some bold moves step back and really be uh an example of what it looks like yeah to um lead by you know lifting others mm -hmm. so that's really what it's all about um it's about disrupting an industry it's about cultivating um a safe environment like never before but more than anything it's also about doing work right because that is not going to happen just by saying nice things it's not going to happen by saying nice things. I'm going to say this one more time. It's I'm not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen by saying nice things. It's going to happen by a woman really digging deep and doing the work. One thing, one um, story I always tell, especially because we're digital CEOs and, and one of the ways that we market ourselves is Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. Instagram is one of those platforms that can really make you feel like shit very quickly. <laughs> what? <laughs> like so quick it's like wild <laughs> i'm like damn bro <laughs> but anyways so whenever i feel that way i will reach out to a woman and be like oh my gosh like girl you are killing it like your feet is really making me feel some type of way it's making me want to up level it's making me want to be a better woman and and i promise you 
that energy that you get back is going to be so much better than to be sitting around and assuming and hating in your mind and letting her live rent free up there as opposed to like you know reaching out and possibly making a new ally so that's the work you know and and a lot of people aren't preaching it and a lot of people aren't teaching it and a lot of people aren't doing it so that's what this is all about you better say it because you're not lying it's too many people that's competing versus collaborating Mm -hmm. and it's so easy just to get together okay you see a problem i see a problem we think that it's a problem together so let's find a solution together and let's get some money Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's that easy Mm -hmm. and i can say since i've met you and everything that you deliver I know for me, I think I had posted it that I was like, okay, somebody sent me some online resources, y'all. Make sure y'all follow Bold Bays because they're giving out some really good material. And it's not that you guys are looking for anything for a return because that was free. It was like, hey, this is available for y'all. While we're in COVID, this is something that you can do. So when it comes to things like that, like you mentioned, taking advantage of the digital marketing where did that strategy come from? Because I know you already mentioned that you are a researcher, 100%. So where did the strategy come from of, you know, we can make this a business, but we can also help as well as much as possible by giving out this free information? Um, that just came from my own personal journey as the business owner. Um, when I started this, I had $20 to my name, right? So I knew I had to bring something else that was valuable to the table outside of money mm-hmm. and i think especially in this like the service industry like i know a lot of us don't think we're in the service industry but if you're providing service you're in the service industry this is true. welcome <laughs> so in the service industry right we have a lot of like people like especially if they've been doing it for a while they have like this very they don't have humility about themselves you know what i'm saying like it's like they're very much like i am this price and i only work with these people and i only call on these people and if you're not that get the hell out of my way and that's cool but what we wanted to do was take care of everybody that was being kicked out of those programs I love that. That's what we're here for, you know, because that was me. Like I was, you know, like those masterminds, those accelerators that like nobody was trying to hear that I would be willing to trade services. Nobody was trying to hear that I would be um, willing to like come on board as like their CMO or something like that. Nobody was trying to hear that. But you know what is so funny to me? Come on. That is how people in Silicon Valley work. They trade services, they trade value, they yeah. trade equity, and that is real value. But you have to really bring it when you do come with that strategy. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's all, um, again, a culture issue where, um, I don't know, I don't know who taught people how to make money online, but I kind of feel like whoever it was was an asshole because like they really just feel like they have to be a dick to people in order to sell their programs or something like that. And it's like, I get it. Like this is high ticket, high level. What you do as a marketeer is you switch up your copy. You, you bring it with your packaging. You bring it with like, you know, the way you present things. You don't have to be an asshole to present that something is high ticket. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like you can, you can really just switch up your copy and be like, this is um, a a long-term investment. Mm -hmm. Um, This is something that um, like, you know, it just, it's just, is all about your language. And I am kind of also in the business of bringing back traditional business strategy to this online um entrepreneurship game because i don't know man i'm i'm just so tired of the 200 people tagged on a facebook post and the 
in the I'm I'm looking for 12 boss babes to make a thousand dollars a month. Like, but that's I'm, really what you see. So that is so real. Like, I'm just like, damn, bro. Like if I gotta give y'all some free courses so, so y'all can get better, like here you go. Here's all of the things. Here's all of the things, sweetheart. Like I hope you sit down and I really hope that you apply this knowledge. Yeah. But yeah. So um that's where that that came from and i just knew that in order to really switch things up i had to start with the person that nobody was really believing in mm -hmm. and i was the person that nobody believed in when i started bold babes because especially in the dallas market and i know you know this <laughs> there are tons of women's groups right mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say that. Um, <laughs> like, I was about to say some, I was about to talk some shit, but I was like, let me. <laughs> uh, I already knew you were gonna be flipping. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I, I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna just be present. I just know champagne was gonna break it today. <laughs> I am excited. Come on, I'm ready. <laughs> so when I first like. Again, I'm a researcher. Everybody knows. She, everyone who meets me knows this about me. So I was like, okay. I'm, I'm like, I didn't know that there were so many women's group when, groups when I started Bull Babes. Because so I was like, damn, like, y'all's marketing must not have been good enough because you weren't reaching me. But <laughs> let me stop because that was so mean. <laughs> but like, no, seriously, though, I made it my business to sit down and like talk to like all of the founders, like have these collaboration meetings where I'm just sitting down and talking to them, getting to know their hearts, understanding like what their specific um, angle was. Because, you know, women's empowerment is like a really overarching term, duh, mm -hmm. um, but nobody can do what you do and what the hell are you doing for them? You know, like what are really you doing? empowering? Yeah, like how are you empowering? Yeah. Or are you sitting there waiting for praise? Yeah. Cause I'm a y'all just love to do that. Y'all just love to just have one of these things. Uh -huh. Woo! Some of y'all, y'all just, I just be like, man, I've never seen this chick without a microphone in her hand, but okay. Yep. Go on ahead, girl. Anyways. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I And I just have been totally on this kick where it's like, please stop it with the like marketing strategy of being rich in front of people it's so annoying to me i just think it's so obnoxious especially in the time of covid 19. yeah folks are like dying bruh and like yeah. more than that they're starving they're yeah. being kicked out of their homes and stuff yeah. like that and like stop being lazy i just need people in the online space to stop being lazy with their marketing and a lot of these a lot of these coaches you know cosplaying as um empowerment leaders uh -huh. are you know sitting around being lazy picking at the low-hanging fruit and taking folks um unemployment checks like that is not okay like i'm sorry like if i see one more post about folks talking about flipping that twelve hundred dollars into a business Honey, it's not gonna happen. Like I can tell you that, and I got an offer right now that's like you know, like launching your idea for less than two hundred dollars. But mm -hmm. best believe, I'm not putting any kind of timeline on it because guess what? You do the work. I'll give you the tools, but you do the work. Okay? You launch it and you figure out the timeline. I'm yeah. gonna give you the tools. I'm gonna give you the social capital. I'm gonna even give you a a, a warm market to sell to. But if you don't do the work, I, I don't know what to say. I yeah. don't know what to say. That's real. Because I think that's the same thing with, you know, social media managers. Oh, I can get your following to grow this much if I do this for you and this, this and that. I'm like, uh, you gotta you gotta remember you still gotta engage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you still gotta remember that you gotta be out there, you want people to come to you, you gotta go to them as well. And so mm -hmm. some people wanna do a sprinkle of the work, but they don't wanna do the whole thing. So I definitely, definitely feel like you can't give promises when it comes to the service industry. Like if you're going to sell something, sell the tools, and on their end, use those tools to make it happen. Because mm -hmm. I can only do so much. 
I know somebody that was like, I need accountability partner. Well, we can be accountability partners, but when we leave each other, uh, what you going to do when you by yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's real. Yeah. That's- I'm like, some of y'all need employees. Y'all don't need like coaches. Some of y'all need employees to do the work for you. Like, yeah. I mean, there's people out there that will do the work for you, but you got to like learn the right terms y'all. And like, y'all got to stop stop it like and and that's another thing that I, I really go in on in um the accelerator group is learning the difference between a coach a strategist a counselor and and just your your biz bestie you know what i'm saying like just, <laughs> like you know we we need them all, honey, mm-hmm. and you need to know when you need which. Exactly. And it's just it's just one of those things where it's like, it's okay to fall back and learn. Like, folks just want to, they want to get at it quick. And I'm like, you can't yeah. get shit quick. Like, you, yeah. like, really have to, like, fall back and learn. I spent two years and over $30,000 researching my current offer. Like, while everyone around me was putting out like thing after thing after thing after thing. I could have got FOMO and put out just anything, uh-huh. but that's not me. That's not my character. That's not my heart. Yeah. And I know that like, I don't care how much money I'm spending on something. I deserve, I deserve quality. That's right. So I'm going to give quality to people no matter how much they're paying or if they're not even paying at all, because that is my word. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just love, like, even looking at Bold Babes, all of the social media platforms, the website, you could tell it's a community. It's like, we're here to help. What can we do for you? And so I just love your entire brand. Oh, thank you. I've always, I think I said that in person, too. I love your brand. All right, so let's shift gears. I want to talk about dating life, especially you (laughs) and your boyfriend being both entrepreneurs is that something that you were looking for or it just so happened to fall into place like that (laughs) i'm about to spill some tea all right (laughs) let me tell you something and like this is going this is going to ruffle some feathers it really will like let me tell you something about me i don't purr oh you don't you don't you can take it up with the god of your choice now I, when I met my boyfriend, I was on the hunt for a successful man because I was tired of dealing with scrubs. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I was tired of dealing with the mother effer on the passenger side of his best friend's ride trying to <laughs> holler at me because I was like, no, baby, I'm tired of calling these in. I'm tired yeah. of calling these scrubs. Like, I'm ready to start. I'm ready to start living in opulence. I'm ready to start, like, you know. I'm, I need that luxury life. <laughs> I'm ready. You know, I, like, I really had this vision. It's funny because, you know, this was way before I started my business, all of that. Mm-hmm. I had this vision because we've been together for over five years. I met him when I was 23 years old. Nice. Um, I had this vision of just meeting someone who traveled a lot for their job, um, wanted to take me with them. Mm-hmm. I'm working for my computer and like, we're just experiencing life together and we're enjoying it. And that's who I met. And like over time, our relationship has been so beautiful because it's evolved and I've been allowed to be myself. Mm-hmm. I've been allowed to explore the world and Honestly, like, we are so not jealous of each other. Mm-hmm. It would make a lot of people uncomfortable. Like, but we're mm-hmm. so, we're so, we're so best friends. Like, I'm just so honest with him. He's just so honest with me. And I guess it's just kind of the person I am. Yeah. And, like, we have discussions all the time about, like, um, our soul bond and like, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, like, I really feel like you're one of the great loves in my life, but (laughs) it may sound like really, but like, hold on, (laughs) but (laughs) But (laughs) you're not the love of my life. Um, and, and I say that because like, you know, honestly, I, there's a huge age gap between us, you know, like almost 30 years. 
Yeah. <laughs> I told Wait, you your I'm current boyfriend or the one before? Your, oh. my, current, my current boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but my boyfriend from before, like, he was, <laughs> he was in, like, I actually, like, it was, like, one of those things where I was still in love with my boyfriend from before when I met my current boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I just really, really, and I was just, like, you know, playing around, doing my thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just play around with you while my husband is getting himself together. It's fine, you know? Ah, yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you go ahead and do your thing. Yeah, and I was like, it's fine, but then, like, it's, it's cool. Like, I'll let these other chicks out here sharpen you. It's fine, because I'm not trying to put in that work. Right. I know. Like, I just know. I'm not, like, I'm not. I was like, I was like, even if you have to get married to somebody else and I have to be like the second wife or something, I'm chill with it. <laughs> I know my part. <laughs> I know it. I'm like, I'm totally like, I'm totally like the girl that comes in after it's all built up and like yeah. enjoys yeah. the the finished product. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not bothered with guys. I cannot fix that. And I just <laughs> I just that's just me that's just who I am mm-hmm. and like and when that boyfriend uh my first boyfriend that is that was the love of my life that I thought was going to be my husband died you know it was like a very pivotal kind of time for me and my current boyfriend I feel like I'm gonna like confuse myself so like let's say let's let's label them so my <laughs> my boyfriend that died is H my current boyfriend is B so when 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 H died, B and I were together for about a year at that time. But like, again, we were still just hanging out, having fun, jet setting and, and things like that and whatnot. But it was like so pivotal in that I just expected him to fall off, you know? Like I just expected him to fall back because I was grieving so hard. Like I literally became a, a totally different person yeah. because the life that I thought that I was going to had, have was done. You know, I thought I was going to be a mom. I thought I was going to marry H. I thought that like a lot of things were, were going to happen. So I was grieving twice. Not only was I grieving H and him leaving me and like, you know, our best friend, our friendship, you know, yeah. but I was also grieving the life that I was, I thought I was going to have. And yeah. so during that time, I really had to figure out what the hell do I want for me? Mm-hmm. What do I want for me? Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, what, what's, what do, what's real for me and what have I been socialized into believing that will make me happy, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I just decided to take, years to just explore what I wanted and just erase all of those timelines erase all of those expectations and like really stop acting in the ways that I was before and a lot of people don't even know that I have a boyfriend because I don't show him on social media we're just not that couple at all you know um and he's okay with that like he's very comfortable with that and in, and um it's just we're 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 very I don't know I feel like we're kind of like a very healthy Will and Jada oh okay instead of (laughs) you know bad marriage for life yeah yeah but like healthier than that but like healthy the toxic is out yeah I love that so with the age gap Mm because I have to explore this Mm -hmm. When dating him, was it like, you know what, I, it will never be because he's just too old and I'm just going to have fun? Or was it like, oh, I like the matureness. <laughs> Let's see what's going to happen. <laughs> it was, it was at first, it was the, it was uh, the beginning. Like, I was just like, okay, he's older, but like the age gap didn't really do anything for me because honestly, like, I kind of, am disgusted by guys my own age and it's just because the way that they present themselves like I just think that they're very entitled I mean like I'm sorry bro I'm not about to Netflix and chill with you like you gotta step harder than that shit with me I like, feel it's so- that. <laughs> like but um you know 
also more than anything like I'm very old-fashioned when it comes to that maybe it's because like my dad like I am a daddy's girl and my dad um, kind of like taught me my love language like my love language is acts of service and gifts and my dad you know he traveled a lot <clears throat> so when he was home his his thing was bringing um like really exotic gifts home from like his international travels and things like that or sitting down and teaching us um you know japanese and or like sitting down and teaching us like how to cut a steak or something like that like it was very important to him for us growing up to like really be exposed to the life that he never was because both of my parents grew up in poverty and then like they worked themselves up to um, being upper middle class and my dad eventually became an entrepreneur and you know like hit that millionaire status and stuff like that. Um, and so it's very much something where I'm just following kind of like what my dad taught me like you know you you don't allow somebody to i had to just have like these like old sayings in my head mm -hmm. like i remember watching cardi b on love and hip-hop and she was like how am i giving you all of this love all of all of me and you don't even want to provide a place for me to wash up you know what i'm saying like that's the kind of entitlement i cannot get down with and like like the fact that my boyfriend was presenting the complete opposite and has always been consistent with that. Like to this day, like he's so much about like taking care of me. I mean, shit, I'm in his house right now. I mean, like he's like about like taking care of me and like, um, you know, making sure that I don't want for anything, not even need for anything, like want for anything at all. And that's like what I'm used to. And, and I guess that really spoke to me more than like an age gap really did anything so i was just like really excited when i met him because i was like oh i told him all the time i was like i manifested you so it's cool <laughs> yeah i love that so i do want to i want to dig into what you just said because i feel like a lot of people look up to cardi b um all this city girl stuff and you know if you're gonna get with me you gotta pay me that's what the new thing is that's the trend so mm -hmm. what does the opposite look like because right now that's all we see so people only see that option but nobody know what the other end is to where we can both help each other grow yeah. <laughs> we can both help and grow and level up together you don't just have to provide something for me because i'm giving you the cuda cat <laughs> So like what did that? So yeah. yeah, that's so one-sided. And like honestly, if that's what this was, like we say this all the time, like I would have been long gone like forever ago. But really, because like we sharpen each other. Like mm -hmm. he's an attorney and like I know oh my goodness. Uh I know like law, like I know so much about the law now because of him. And he's my attorney for bull babes and all of that other good stuff too. Love it. So you know we just sharpen each other and he believes in me like so much oh my gosh like he's my number one investor and he's like my cheerleader all the time and he's like always so excited about me and like every night before we go to bed um he, he's always like i'm so proud of you you're champagne effing graves like you know you're such a conqueror and you're gonna change the world and you're gonna kill it and like that's what it looks i don't know why i'm gonna turn my phone off <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to start talking all of a sudden. It's a hell of doing all this before, but now y'all want to do this. It's wild. But anyways. I love you so much. <laughs> I'm doing like so much. I usually don't get this weird with people. <laughs> and you're comfortable. And that's that's really what I want for my platform. That's what I really yes. I'm I so comfortable. Come and bring themselves. Yes, and I'm bringing it. <laughs> but yeah, no. So that's what it looks like. You know, you guys sitting down, downloading about your day. Mm -hmm. Whenever you guys do have time, 
and you really are truly invested and understand what's going on, you know? And um, that's, and I really feel like that's what it's all about, you know, like really having someone that is truly invested in your future. And one thing that we always say to each other and one way that you will know that it's genuine is like, no matter the label, mm-hmm. I've got like, I've got his back. He's got my back. Mm-hmm. Like no matter the status of like our romantic relationship, like, like we're family, you know, and um, I'm truly invested in him. He's truly invested in me. And also another thing is, is that like over time, at the, it, <laughs> I can't say it's not like getting bags and, and like stuff like that mm-hmm. because yeah, it can be that, but over time it changes. And it's also about emotional investment too, because I wouldn't be cool if some guys just buy me a bunch of gifts, but like wouldn't, but didn't really care about what came out of my mouth. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's about someone being your best friend and someone loving you so much mm-hmm. that they want you to have everything that they have. Yeah, champagne. I love that. Because I am, I have to be honest, I am not a city girls type of girl. Because it's like, <laughs> y'all up here saying, I'll take your man, this, this, and that. But I want all the females to buy my my CDs and my albums and stuff like that. And I'm like, girl, they saying they're going to take your man. <laughs> like, y'all happy with that? <laughs> and so for me, when I, because I don't even listen to a lot of music versus mm-hmm. what I used to listen to. Because mm-hmm. I used to be that girl to say, you know, okay, that's nice. Hey, you know, we're going to make it happen. Woo, woo, woo. I used to be that girl. But now just me being more intentional on the things that I listen to. I don't mm-hmm. want another person to tell me I'm going to take you, man. I don't mm-hmm. want somebody to tell me I need to spread my legs in order for the man to give me some money. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I mean, traditionally, iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. I want to have somebody here that's going to put into me as much as I'm going to put into him. I want mm-hmm. loyalty. I want honesty. If you if you need some help, okay, let me be there for you. If I have a space, I need for you to fill in that gap. Mm-hmm. and so I that's why I was like let's talk about those options because right yeah because it's true it is it's just like something where and it's funny because even when I got with my boyfriend when I first got with my boyfriend I used to have like random ass girls come up to me all the time and be like oh my gosh like how did you become a sugar baby and I'm like first of all biatch <laughs> like like you know okay anybody can like bag a rich man like honey just go hang out at the w during happy hour like trust and believe four to seven four to seven like you need some places i got you the w the library dakotas need some more just just holler at me i'll give you that list that's fine it's not hard but finding someone that truly invests in you that likes the things that comes out of your mouth like i mean like I've been, I've dated a lot of rich men. I've been in Lamborghinis and shit like that and been completely miserable. I've been in box seats and been like, and been ready to take my like little fork thing that you use for the lobster and stab in that guy's eyes. Like I've been like so not connected to people. And it's just like, that's a terrible waste of your energy. That's a terrible waste of your energy. And it makes you feel terrible about yourself. And I totally put myself through that because I wasn't, I didn't know me. Uh I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I brought to the world. And, you know, unfortunately it took everything that I knew being taken away from me for me to start again and really figure out like, you know what? Like, I don't want anyone around me that doesn't celebrate me, celebrate me, um, like edify me in their words, celebrate me through like, you know, acts of service, celebrate me through like even, you know, making sure that I'm financially well. Mm -hmm. Um, But the biggest gift that my boyfriend ever gave me was the space and time to allow my business to develop. And I know that so many women don't get the chance for that to happen. And I've always felt so lucky about that. And that was one of the things that I wanted to 
create with bowl babes is like i may not be able to like pay your bills while you are developing your business idea but i can offer you as many tools as possible to you know lighten the load yeah and um yeah i love it all right so i just want to say one comment just to clear mm -hmm. it up um the reason i wanted to bring up those there's nothing wrong with the women with the city girls but remember them girls are in relationship too so i just want people to understand even though people are preaching this behind closed doors they may be you know actually in relationships and actually loving their people and doing this this and that so with me wanting to bring this up i just want people to know that there are people that's going to invest in you as you're going to invest in them but there's also, if you want that lane where you like, you know what, I'm fed up. I just want to have a good time and do what I need to do. Hey, do you, boo? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't no judgment here. I just mm -hmm. wanted to put it out there that if you want to be patient for mm -hmm. that investment, mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you just want to be free will, do that too. But just mm -hmm. know there's different levels in life and just make sure you own what you want to do. So with that being stated, I want to go ahead and move forward with the highs and lows of just your personal life, if it's, you know, your relationships, whatever the case may be. Um, let's start with highs, something that you can pat your back on and be like, yes, I'm so glad I did that. Champagne came on top. I'm that chick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that it's been lately uh, me launching Not Another Bundle. It is a business bundle like no other. I spent two years researching this. I, I waited tables and spent my own money um, investing in this, like over $30,000. And it's eight uh, video courses that take you from idea to scale, 16 accompanying um, digital tools that you would probably have to buy anyways, if, especially if you're in the online space. And the best part is uh, the lifetime membership to a business accelerator program that just grows with you through the lifetime of your entity. And with that, I'm really very, very specific about the women that I'm calling into this program. It's a very accessible price for a reason. Um, just because I'm really trying to call in women that were just like me. They don't have a lot of money but they have a lot of grit, they got a lot of heart, and they're ready to put in the work. I'm not trying to work with anybody that's just broke and not ready to do shit. Like, I'm ready to just work with people that are ready to work but may not have um, the, monetary, the monetary resources yet. So that's my high. I'm excited about Not Another Bundle. Yes. All right, and so what is a low that you can share with us to where, you know, you push through, you learn the lesson from it, and you're still able to, you know, just make things happen. And so what would be a low? A low, um, again, something recently is, is that we started a series of roundtables, uh, diversity and inclusion roundtables. Yes. And unfortunately, we have, and we, we did, uh extend that program to like the end of the year but unfortunately we had to stop that conversation and it was just because it it didn't be it wasn't safe anymore you know it the whole point was to invite our white members and our more privileged members to the table with our women of color and you know just listen or um leverage their privilege or something mm -hmm. and um i saw over time that you know it was just something where they were kind of trying to really utilize our platform to kind of check off the box like hey i did this you know you guys can get off my back now mm -hmm. and so you know i'm not down for that i'm like okay. no they got to use my um my company to um be like no i am not a part of the clan see what right I did? Don't do agendas around here. <laughs> I'll, I'll pull that hood myself, boo. So um, I decided to uh, to stop that program after meeting with our executive producer, Dashley. Um, and that was kind of a low because it was a very great conversation mm -hmm. uh, uh, for a while. And I really felt a lot of hope. But like, like I don't know, like I kind of am in another transitional time where I'm like, damn, like 
was this another band-aid so yeah. we'll see where that goes so I don't know yes I think it's I think it was a great conversation to be honest because you know everything that was happening with police brutality and then to me your community is diverse so it shows that we can work together as long as we have a common goal of all excelling and helping and supporting each other we can make it happen so why not educate each other at the same time yeah. so I have very high hopes for you I'll be keeping you in my prayers girl bow babes we're gonna make this happen <laughs> All right, so what is one free advice that you can give somebody that's watching right now? If like like I mentioned, if it's business, if it's um, relationships, because I feel so many people that we just discussed, they pay for so much, but don't really get anything out of it. Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that say, oh, I have a lot of gems, I have a lot of this, but when they leave those seminars, it's like, mm -hmm. dang, I'm, I don't feel like I, I came in with the same thing I'm leaving out. <laughs> so what yeah. is something free that you can give somebody that's watching and listening? Um, I would always say, um, do your research. And then once when you have done that research, lean on your in intuition, because mm -hmm. if something don't feel right, it just don't feel right. I don't care who's bought into it. Um, and then maximize your opportunities. You know, um, a lot of the times when we go to like these conferences and stuff, we'll just go and we won't do the work afterwards. We won't follow up with people. We won't reach out to others who went to the conferences as well. Like there's work for you to do always whenever an opportunity is presented to you. Maximize the hell out of it. That's right. Take advantage. Oh, take advantage. All right. So please let the people know how they can get in touch with you, um, how to get the bundle. Uh, if you need to talk about the bundle a little bit more. You know, mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that everybody can get everything from Bold Babes and Champagne. Okay, so I think the best way to keep up with us, follow us, all of the good things, is to um, hit us up on Instagram at Bold Babes Co. Everything is at Bold Babes Co. Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, all of the things. Mm -hmm. um, and then also you can visit us online, www.boldbabes.co, C-O, not com. Um, and... Uh, I'm just here, slide up in my DMs, you know, I'm, I will always be in control of our um, Instagram accounts, so it's always me behind uh, the, the screen, so to speak, mm -hmm. so holler at me, tell me that you've watched the episode and that you're interested in the bundle or you're interested in working with me or anything at all, or you just want to talk and say that I'm crazy as hell, I'm here for it. I'm excited about it. I'm getting some kind of engagement and I'm going to talk back to you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So I always end it with a motivational moment, quote, verse, whatever sparks my eye. So um, for people that's listening, plug. I mean, it's kind of old, but some people don't know about it. Sprinkle of Jesus. Have you heard of Sprinkle of Jesus? No. You haven't? Okay, so it is new. Okay, so Sprinkle of Jesus basically gives you notifications every day. Um, like, wake up, sis, today's a new day, get that money. It's just encouraging little sayings, like a reminder that you're amazing, and just gives you a little pep in your step. So today, the motivational moment comes from Sprinkle of Jesus, and it's an app for everybody listening. This one is, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere where you don't belong. Don't be afraid of change. So when I read this, I just thought about, you know, people being scared to try mm -hmm. different things. Uh, people being scared to, you know, walk through that door of opportunity. Because if you don't maneuver if you don't go with the change then you're going to miss out on what could have happened because if you don't try you never know what's going to come out of that situation and so when I first read this it's like being afraid but that what you mean afraid of could be the best thing for you yeah. <laughs> and so when you when I said this I can say it again if you want uh what did you think about um I just thought of uh kind of what I, what I do in my life and in that if I'm fearful of something, I go towards it. Um, yeah, like I, I love being uncomfortable. Like, I don't know. I just have like, 
I'm just one of those people where I love change. I love change. I love being uncomfortable. I just, cause I'm like an up levels on the other side, man. Like I'm just gonna, like my, my, my days are gonna be new. My nights are gonna be new. Like I'm excited yeah. for it, you know? So just, just go with the fear, go with the fear. I love a champagne. I thank you so much for coming through. Of course. I'm excited about it. <laughs> this was, this could have been like a real talk with Brie, to be honest. This was like <laughs> real to the T. Okay. <laughs> so did you have any last words? This is it. Nope. Nope. I don't. Cause my computer is outside and like my dog is. <laughs> okay. So we're going to wrap it up. So we want to thank you guys and gals so much for tuning in to this episode today. If you're listening to this morning, noon, evening, or night, thank you and have a great one. Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at What's Good Podcast. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.